from here, she's from there. We're a fun and funky pair. We're getting old, kids are gone. We moved to the south and wrote this song. We're looking for answers everywhere we go. The more we keep searching, the more that we don't know. We're Bohemians in transit. Yes, we're Bohemians in transit, and I'm Chuck. Hey, and I'm Monica. How you doing this week, Monica? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty All right. Good. Yeah. Well, it's hot. We, yes, it's it's. <laughs> And we're in under another heat alert, aren't we? The whole U.S. is right. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, but it said mostly the Southwest. But here, down here, it's just hot and humid. But anyhow, we like to start out with something that you learned this week. So, tell us, Monica, what did you learn this week? So you know how we bought that obnoxiously large king size bed, which I love. Don't get me wrong. We got a purple mattress. Great is great. It's wonderful. Um, we got it at the factory outlet store, so we didn't pay full price, which is even more wonderful. Wonderful-er, right? But, you know, you can get comforters if, it, if nobody knows this, or maybe you do. I don't know. Comforters, they come in different sizes. Like a king-size comforter is not a standard size. And when we had a queen, I would always buy a king just so I could have overhang and everything on the sides. But now that you're in a king, it's like, what do you do? There's no, there's, you know, a California king is really, I think, just longer, not necessarily, I don't know. Anyway, did a little quick Google search and found out that bedspreads come in larger sizes. And there is an oversized king bedspread. And that's what I learned, that you can get an oversized king bedspread so you have enough hang down on the side so somebody doesn't pull the covers at night who would do that i don't know but no that <laughs> never happens so i ordered that and um it's almost too big <laughs> it touches the floor on all sides <laughs> you can't win you know, that's what you've learned is you can't win so that's the other thing that. we i think the other thing that we learned is that uh Queen si- having we just purchased a queen size bed too. Yes. For Monica's dad, who's yes. going to be joining us. Mm-hmm. And what we learned as we both laid in that queen size bed is we're glad we got the king size yes. bed. That yes. queen size bed seems so small now. Yeah, and I've kind of been cursing that king size bed because it, it is so large. It is. It's just so large. But yeah, when we when we lay down in that queen bed, I'm I'm kind of glad we made that choice. Yeah, especially with the dogs. Especially who, with the dogs. Who. Uh, we allow to sleep in our bed with us. Yeah, yeah. Although Riley doesn't do it very often. No, she only she'll only do it in the morning when you get up. She'll yeah. come and join me. So, well, that's great, Monica. You know what I learned this week? What'd you learn? I learned that my neighbor here mm-hmm. uh, received a notice from the city that he has to, he's in violation of having his grass too long, and he mm-hmm. has to cut his yard and and clean up. Uh, so, and it really wasn't incredibly bad. I've seen worse. Yeah, down here it's like most people don't seem to routinely cut their grass. Yeah, you know how we can always you can pass by a house and you can see stuff overgrown. You can say, "Oh, that's a rental house." You kind of know that's a rental house. Yeah, he wasn't even that bad. 
Having said that, you saw, you told me like a week ago, you said somebody just took a picture of Dale's house. That's right. So that had to be this, that had to be the city doing their inspection or whatever. But my question is, was it one of these neighbors? Well, that's Dale's Dale's question too. (laughs) Did somebody narc on him? There's a little neighborly, unneighborliness going on. (laughs) So having said that, I, I... I vol- I have volunteered to help clean up Dale's yard, and so as he sat and watched you, I'm about three quarters of the way done. Yeah, he he claims he has a disability. I'm not going to question him on that. Okay. If he could do it, I'm sure he'd do it. So, and I love I love doing yard work anyhow. So, and there's a guy on Facebook, and that's what he does. He walks neighborhoods. And finds houses that oh, I've seen him, yeah, yeah. That are he'll go cut the lawn, and he'll, and he'll clean edge, up the sidewalk, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that I want to, he's my role model. I want to be like him. I'll start doing this throughout the whole neighborhood. All right. All right. Once I get done with our yard, <laughs> which is right. coming along nicely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had another. I didn't share this yet with you, but I have an idea with all those palm trees that I'm planting. Okay. I'm gonna put those in the backyard like a gateway. <laughs> two of them right next to each other okay all right. they're doing great yeah so chuck wants this particular palm tree which i don't know if you guys know there's many different kinds of say, uh, palm trees one of which is not a sago palm a sago palm is actually not a palm but anyway i digress chuck wants these palm trees and they're about 200 dollars at at lowe's right so us being the cheapskates we are said well, we're not gonna pay that we got our banana trees free off of facebook when somebody needed people to come dig them up in her yard but but chuck found i bought eight or no 20 seeds 20 seeds for eight dollars yeah and i have grow our own palm and they say they get they guaranteed like they would say like 60 percent of these seeds should germinate yeah and i think i'm close to that if not more i've probably got 12 uh seedlings right now yeah they're already they're already popping up. So let's see, 12 seedlings at 250 apiece. So the question is, how long before it gets to be as tall as me, which is about 5'2"? Yeah, about about five years. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in, this for, I'm in this for the long haul. Yeah, yeah, this is a long game. <laughs> but, but yeah, we have the chandeliers. For those of you who might remember in Salt Lake City, we've got the chandeliers hung up in the backyard. They look fantastic. Yeah, so one of the things I miss about Salt Lake City is the thrift store there, the DI or the Desert Industries. I'd find the coolest stuff there. And one time I found these chandeliers, which are almost like pewter, right? There's some kind of metal. Yeah, yeah some they're metal. They're heavy, metal. heavy, heavy, heavy. Heavy as hell. Eight bucks a chandelier, and they're like pewter and gold. And I, I did. I mean, they're like big, ornate chandeliers, and our house was not meant for that. I mean, we had a craftsman house. It wasn't meant for something this big and ornate. However, Pinterest is my friend. And I found one time on Pinterest a long time ago, somebody took a chandelier and they put the little solar lights in place of the candlesticks. You know how you can buy those little long skinny solar lights? So they put those in place of the candlesticks, put them hung the chandelier out in the yard so during the day it got all the solar power and at night it it lights up this beautiful chandelier in the backyard it makes an indoor outdoor beautiful it's atmosphere yeah Yeah. and so where we've hung them right now is it's going to be like right over our fire pit area yeah yeah 
I'm and hoping. And you kind of cursed me when I told you to take those down in Salt Lake and bring them to Biloxi. <laughs> cursed you? Well, you didn't curse me, but you weren't happy. Oh, I, don't think you I see. Happy. Which was curse. I thought you meant like put a curse on you. No, for you weren't some happy reason. that I made you take those down. No, I, I was one. I was questioning why we would bring those things of all things. They're beautiful. Because hanging those is not easy. No, it, it takes heavy. ladders and getting very high and. I don't know what kind uh, I mean, of wire that is. You high in the air, of, yeah. using cable and some cable, yeah. interesting connectors, yeah. But they look beautiful. But it turned out great, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so our yard is coming along nicely, and in about five years we'll have a couple of palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, we really, uh, what, what the topic here was going to be today was about uh, nutrition, our nutrition mm-hmm. plans, mm-hmm. our nutrition journey. Mm-hmm. and some on our fitness. And so we've been doing a lot of, uh, uh, what did you, soul searching, I guess I'd call it. Um, yeah, we started being in transit as far as our travels. Now we're just kind of in transit in life, in transit in all these different areas yeah. of life. And one of them is our health, right? Yeah, if I, I realized, I think I said on the last episode, I realized I'm going to live to be 100. So I want to be in the best shape possible. Yeah, because being 100 and laying in bed and not, not being able to get out is yeah, not really Yeah, I don't it. want it for the next 30 years if I, you know, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so I decided I better start eating, well, or eating right is part of it. So, I mean, one of the things I've always believed is that I have been overweight, and most charts will, will tell me that. Mm. But I've always heard you don't set a goal to lose weight. Right, because everybody's body is different. You can't necessarily compare your pounds to somebody else's pounds. Well, and and weight, if you, weight is just uh, the outcome of whatever you're putting in your body, or in what yeah. your body does with it, yeah, and what you're doing with what you put in your body. Yes, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it was nutrition and exercise are the two keys mm-hmm. to that equation. So. So we actually started this a couple couple years back in Salt Lake, right? We actually started doing really good with our eating, eating more vegetables, having a vegan night or a vegetarian night at least once a week, you know, and but now we're kind of really concentrating on it, right? We've cut out processed food, most of it anyway. We still get tortilla chips, but we're not buying all the snacky stuff that we used to buy. Yeah, I mean that's that's the key. It's we're trying to cut out processed foods, but mm-hmm. they're so it's uh, hard. It's hard. Th- they're so proliferate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the word is. Yeah. They're everywhere. They are. And you you pick something up at the store and before you know it it's oh yeah, this is a processed food. Getting I mean the, the we could debate here which frozen corn versus canned corn versus yeah, yeah. corn on the cob. I mean which one do you go with? I debate with Monica a lot about <clears throat> organic versus regular. Yes, because there's certain organic things I have. There's there's a thing they call the dirty dozen, which is like twelve fruits and vegetables that you should always buy organic. And I can't remember off the top of my head what they are, but. I think organic does make a difference. And then I had listed on my chalkboard of the 12 foods you can eat all you want. Mm -hmm. But they were all vegetables. Yeah. (laughs) So it's foods you can eat all you want and not 
gain weight, but you don't want to eat them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love watermelon, but I don't think I could live off of three meals of watermelon a day. Which but is it like is nice. Like, yeah, for me, like I do love eating raw vegetables. So mm -hmm. if if I need a snack, uh, carrots would be a great snack, and that's mm -hmm. one that makes the list because it takes so much to digest those vegetables. It does. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this journey, so this journey kind of started um, a little bit in September for me because I have a thyroid, Hashimoto thyroid, which is an autoimmune. And for years I've been off and on medication and, you know, I get on it, it doesn't do anything or I don't feel any different. I get off of it and I go through this cycle again and again and again. So one of the research I've been doing, one of the things that I've learned is that if you have um, a thyroid condition, they say you should cut at, cut out gluten, gluten, dairy, and then refined sugars, right? And at this point, we should probably say we are not doctors or medical <laughs> professionals, so everything we say could be total bullshit. This is all about me. This is not about you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you what to do. Do what you want. So I cut out gluten. I've been cutting way back on my dairy. I've been doing a lot more oat milk and um, nut milks. Okay, and, and I'm going to interrupt you there. That has made shopping so freaking hard and meal planning much more difficult. It is so difficult because every yeah. time I think of something to eat, it's like oh, I remember when we first got here. I went to an there's an Oriental market here, mm -hmm. and it was like the first weekend we were here, and that's the only grocery store I. I mean, I just happened to see it as I was returning the U-Haul uh, trailer. Yeah. So I went in there, and I remember calling Monica on the phone, going. What can you eat? Well, it's bad enough you can't read the labels there because they're all in Chinese or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what can you eat? And yeah, and that, so I don't think, I bought a bunch of food there, but I think it's still in the freezer because it's all got gluten in it. Yeah, so you can have those on the, the nights that I leave and you need to make yourself dinner, you know, or a snack. I, I mean, that's fine. I don't, I don't need it. I do. That is my, my stash of food yeah. for when you're not here. Yeah. And I will say that's, it's been an interesting journey in our relationship to say, I know now, or I've become better at saying, oh, I can't, if I'm going to make spaghetti, I got to make sure I get some gluten-free pasta mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. maybe some regular pasta, or I'll mm -hmm. just eat the gluten-free pasta, whatever. All of that stuff's ah, it's crap. It's not that bad. And it's pretty bad. That last batch we made, I don't know <laughs> if I overcooked it or what, it turned mush. Yeah, yeah. Mush. Yeah, so I started this gluten-free back in September of last year. And then I've slowly been cutting out on my dairy, right? And not having as much dairy and way, way cut out refined sugar, which I never had a lot to begin with. And if I did have it, it was in something that also included gluten. So, so it's helped cutting the gluten out that I don't have a lot, a lot of refined sugar anyway. And so what we- Let me, let me challenge you there. Where? Okay. Yogurt. You said get, you cut out dairy. Yogurt? I said I cut way back on dairy. Ice cream? I said I cut way back on oh, okay. dairy. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I just wanted to quantify I that. I still have yogurt. I still have yogurt, but like my coffee creamer is oat milk or coconut milk or something, right? I've yes, cut, it is. Okay. I've cut yes, way back is. on cheese. You have to say I've cut way back on cheese. Yes, you and have. You know how much I love cheese. Yes. Love cheese. Well, and that to me doesn't make sense, but... If you love it, you should eat it. Well. That's my... 
anyway, that's my theory in life. So what do so what do we do every week? We sit down. Yes, we sit down, mm-hmm. and we plan our meals for that week, and then we shout out to Amanda, my my BFF Amanda. She why? Because she's the one who gave me this idea. Okay, <laughs> and then the beauty of technology. Then so or, so I guess the way the process starts is this: um, we have a probably one of the widest collection of cookbooks you've ever seen. Love me a cookbook. Uh, plus the <laughs> internet, of course. Also, one of the things I miss about the DI in Salt Lake City is people would give away cookbooks. So I would buy them for like $2. I'd take them. I'd make a copy of, uh, take a picture of the recipe that I loved, right? Or wanted to try or something like that. Give the book back. Yeah, because out of a book of 200 recipes, there's probably three in there yeah, that we yeah. would. And so, and that's kind of where we're at. So we have a calendar up on the wall where we put the, we chart the meals for that week. Mm-hmm. And what's nice now we've got, we've been doing it so long that we've got like this catalog of r- recipes. Yeah. So when we think about one we really liked, we just put, that's in heavy rotation. Yes. Put it that way. Yes. And it makes life so much simpler because that's the other thing is when you keep cooking the same thing, mm-hmm. you start getting good at it. Right. Yes. <laughs> it yes. becomes easier. Yeah. Now we don't we don't meal prep like we don't go and chop everything and do everything ahead of time. Oh, right? No. We only we go to the go- grocery store with our list. We buy everything for the week. Yeah. So then, uh, let's go back to the process. Okay. It's so usually we sit down at the table, and we start researching recipes mm-hmm. out of and and I'll just randomly pick a cookbook or something. I I heavily there's a cookbook called the Thug Life cookbook mm-hmm. thug kitchen thug kitchen mm-hmm. it's a it, that's a vegan cookbook yes. mm-hmm. and i every recipe i've ever had out of that i've loved so yeah. i rely heavily on that one mm-hmm. and but then there's you know we'll pull stuff off the internet and stuff like that so we get our recipes and as we get those and we'll uh, share with each other what do you think about this one what do you think about mm-hmm. that one then we go through the ingredients and say what do we have what don't we have And then we shout at Alexa for like the next half hour Yep. and say, Alexa, add uh, jalapenos to the shopping list. Can you say it again? Yeah. So just like that is how it works. So if you have Alexa and you do not use the shopping list feature, you are doing it wrong. Yeah. Because that is a godsend. If you see people walking through the store with their cell phones out, that's their shopping list right there. They're looking at, we're checking, because then you go to the store. Now, we found out there's this grocery stores (laughs) in Biloxi Mm -hmm. are not quite the same caliber. No, no, I'm I'm missing some stuff, yeah. Yeah, so we've, Rouse's is a grocery store that we've tend to go to now. Yeah. It's our go-to. It's, it's kind of like a Smith's or no Harmon's maybe. It's it's closer to a Harmon's. It's yeah. a privately owned. It's a step owned. up from Walmart for sure. It's a privately uh, private family owned. Uh, yes. Family owned since like they opened the year I was born. I think. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. So they're they're ingrained in the South pretty much. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we stock. We go shopping once a week pretty much now. Yeah. And then well, and the other thing that we've done we've started doing too is we only eat. Well, we only cook dinner. Right. Breakfast, I just eat bananas for breakfast. Yeah. Or, and then for lunch, I usually have a sandwich, like a 
cold cut sandwich. And this is kind of where I'm struggling too, because I know that I need to up my protein intake and I'm trying to get more protein in where I can. And it's really hard to get it in, in breakfast and it's hard to get it in at lunch. Right. And I don't want to cook breakfast. I already know that about myself. I don't want to wake up in the morning and cook something. I want to grab it, grab my coffee and, and sit down and quiet and eat. I don't want to have to get in the kitchen and, and do anything. So I'm struggling with that part and the lunch part for sure. And you have prepped like breakfast snacks. I have done that in the past and I need to, I need to do it yeah. again. Even like hard boiled that. eggs. That yes. would be a good one. To yes. Keep, un- keep stocked. Yeah. But for me, it's keeping bananas stocked. Because I, I had had, in the past, I had high blood pressure, and they say bananas. I'll never forget, my mom always ate bananas, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be good for high blood pressure. And and it, it it's true, because my blood pressure is no longer high. So if anybody has any ideas about breakfast and lunch, gluten-free, dairy-free. Yeah, put them in the <laughs> mostly comments. Mostly dairy-free. <laughs> put them in the comments. Send it to us, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, We're always looking for ideas. If you got a great recipe, especially yeah. vegan recipes, yeah, because those tend to be more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, although this week, this past week, I made my one of my favorites is Texas caviar. Mm-hmm. And what I realized about that, it is nothing but a big bowl of vegetables. Yeah. So there is not. I mean, that has got to be one of the best. And for me, I can eat that breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Yeah. I kind of need to change it up. I get bored with that. Yeah, I mean, after a while, yeah. especially because the recipe makes like a Jeez, boatload like, yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's good. So that leaves uh, dining out, which we don't do very much. No, we of don't do it anymore. <laughs> we're unemployed, number one. <laughs> Well, that's part of it. But number two, I find, especially since the pandemic, I don't know if you guys feel the same way about this. I find the quality of food at the restaurants has really gone down. The prices have gone up. It's ridiculous. You can't have, you can't have dinner for less than $60. It's, it's kind of stupid for two people. But the quality of the food, I think, has gone down. And I enjoy it less and less. I enjoy eating out less and less just because, number one, I'm trying to get gluten-free, which, by the way, Biloxi, I don't think they know what that means here gluten-free no we had an interesting time at uh burger king she ordered a she ordered a hamburger without a bun we came back from pickleball and i hadn't had lunch and it was two o'clock so we drove through burger king and i ordered the burger without a bun and i think i threw them for a loop they were confused they They weren't quite sure what to think about that so they slapped a patty and some lettuce and tomatoes and an onion in the pickle into a container about five times too big <laughs> yeah that was qu- that was quite the wasteful thing yeah. you should have just could can you like not have anything that's touched gluten no i can't i'm not allergic to you it. you should have just ordered the burger and pulled the bun but off I'm, I'm trying to be i'm trying to be also mindful about waste and there's no All reason right. to take a bun that i wasn't gonna eat you know but what they did next time I'm they gonna took because to. everything has to match so they took the bun and threw it away <laughs> They can't have an extra bun laying around in the know. restaurant. I don't know about that. No, but eating out. Uh, yeah, the thing about eating out, too, it's a social thing, and we just don't have as many opportunities here to be social and, yeah. and eating out right yeah. now. Yeah, um, I'd say we went... Oh, the other thing I was going to say is that I fight with portion control mm. at home, but and 
and it's I have a bigger problem going to a restaurant because whatever they put in front of me, I feel obligated to eat it mm -hmm. because because mm -hmm. I paid have, for it. Yeah, and we way cut down on like when I was in when we were in Salt Lake and I was cooking, I would always cook extra because Andy was there, and then I'd make sure that you had leftovers to take to work the next day. So I always cooked for four at least, right? And not just for two. Yeah, and we, we get cook here, bigger recipes. Yeah, and here now we're cooking for two. So there's no leftovers or I, maybe that's what I should start doing for lunch is making an extra portion so I have lunch. But um, yeah, so we, we've cut back our portions. We've cut back on, I mean, we're eating better. We're eating a lot more vegetables. We're eating a lot. Um, we're eating a lot more seafood here. Yes, because you got to get omega three fatty acids. Yes, I got to buy. I got to get that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Monica needs a supplement. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what we eat now. Yep. And throw that in with all the exercise and stuff like that. So. I don't know about all the exercise, but. <laughs> it's working though. So I talked about before about uh, weight, and that you shouldn't fixate get fixated on weight mm -hmm. but i have set a goal to achieve a certain weight mm -hmm. and i'm just about i'm on the verge of breaking through meeting my goal Yeah, but you, i mean you have this 20 mile bike rides every week which are phenomenal yeah. right 20 miles yes every week yes that's pretty great and and i still it, it i'm still maintaining the with i'm, I'm eating trying to eat less yeah exercising more sweating Way more. <laughs> uh, but yet I'm still barely losing any weight. Right. Well. Now, I would suggest that weight isn't all, all, all it's about. There's your muscle mass. Yeah, so I've heard all those at things. our age we need to build muscle. That's the other big find this week is that, well, it was last week, but we found that the community center here has all kinds of classes like Tai Chi and stuff like that. And they have a fitness center, swimming pool, all that. So Yeah, I'm, um, I'm about the Tai Chi. Yeah, I'm about... We went there again today for pickleball. Mm -hmm. and we, I, we're pickleballers. pickleballers. We're, we, <laughs> we, bought our, we bought our paddles. That's a shout out to Brenda. Because <laughs> I called them... Last, last week I messaged her and asked, where do I get a good racket? And she <laughs> said, they're not rackets, they're paddles. So it is more like ping pong. It's like a giant game of ping pong. It is. Mm -hmm. With just a few odd rules thrown in, like yeah, stay out of the kitchen <laughs> and don't let it bounce before if you're the server. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But we had fun again today and we'll keep that going. I think that's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, what do we got on the radar for this week? For dinner or for what? No. The big thing is that your dad's moving in this oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dad's coming Sunday. So we may have a special guest on the podcast next mm. week. <laughs> See how that goes, huh? I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he is coming to move in and may have move in probably on Sunday. And mm -hmm. The other thing is uh, with Rotary, uh, the Edgewater Rotary Club has uh, the Kids Health Fair this Saturday. Mm -hmm. So if you're at the Edgewater Mall, happen to be around the Edgewater Mall and you have kids in Biloxi, Mississippi, in Biloxi, Mississippi <laughs> bring them on down. We'll be there. They'll get free health screenings. We'll hand them out. Once they get all their health screenings, then they get a, a goodie bag to take to school with them. 
So I, this is the first event I've done with Rotary, so I have no idea what it'll be like. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. So with that. That's all I got. Monica, though, we now we end with something that we're grateful for. I'm grateful for organization, which is sometimes lacking in this podcast. Oh, and organization and preparation. Now. See? You gotta be spontaneously <laughs> grateful for something. I'm grateful <laughs> that was spontaneous. Because there was very no preparation. Because <laughs> you had no other You sprung that on me. I'm grateful that I get to do this podcast with Monica, even if it is un- disorganized and uh, total mess but i'm also grateful that i get to bike ride uh with a group of people every friday night here in biloxi that's a lot of fun and uh it's just it's just great getting out there and biking around so with that we'll call it a it's a wrap a wrap (laughs) let's see let me press this button and see what happens now it's time and don't forget to download all our episodes. Yes, you don't wanna, you got to go back and listen to the ones because we've gotten much worse. Than, no, we're, no, it's better now, right? You can find them on Apple Podcasts. Oh, and subscribe so that you get every episode when it hits. You'll get a notification, won't they? And yeah. And if you have a recipe again, send it to us.